She got down on hands and knees, one ear against the ground, holding her breath to hear something, but the dirt made not a sound tonight. Hello, everybody, and welcome. This is week eight of the weekly recap. This is the first week that we are testing out some new hardware to try to get everybody in. Uh, I am officially moved in in Boston. Yeah. Uh, sipping hey. on some good beer. Congrats. I have a lot of stories to tell. You've only been there for like three days, but that's cool. You've been there. Uh, I, I drove up Thursday, pulled nine and a half hours, which it was brutal, I will say. But um, All yeah, we're here. Shot, though, right? Everybody's good. Yeah, first day of work tomorrow. Pumped. And uh, plenty going on in my life, and I'm sure you guys have a lot to say from this past week, but uh, we'll just get into it. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so Nick and I are drinking, what is this? This is the uh, Pilsner from Tired Hands. We uh, had another can of it, so figured we'd... Uh, yeah, we don't have a bunch of new stuff to try this week, so we're kind of, uh, I wouldn't say scraping at the bottom of the barrel, but uh, close to it, sort of. <laughs> I don't know, they're really, ha- we, like what happened to all the beer that we had? There haven't really been that many releases. I have a lot of new beer. I'm just not going to drink full beers, so I'm not going to open them on the podcast. That's fine. Probably just going to save them for next weekend. But, um, yeah, I, I've done a lot, even in the, like, three days that I've been here. I've been a few places. Play, a couple places I've been before. Or I've, yeah. And uh, some new places, which I'm excited to talk about, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Um, so... What's uh what's your guys' deal? What what did uh what did you do this week? Um so it was a pretty low key week I would say. I was off yeah. um Thursday for the Apricurrent release from mm-hmm. Dancing Gnome. Lovely. Um that beer is incredible. So yeah, so they released a new underscore series beer. It's called Apricurrent. So it's apricot or apricot, tomato, tomato. And currant, which I don't think anyone knows exactly what a currant tastes like. I don't know if currants even exist for you to taste. I don't know that you'd want to eat them directly. Yeah. So, I feel like they're just used as What like do currants adjunct. look like? I, I um, honestly have no idea. I'll do a quick Google search real quick here. Um, yeah, no, but it's like this super dark, like, red, like, purpley red color. It's, like, gorgeous. And it's, like, it's a lot thicker. They said it was the most fruit that they used, so the yield was... Less than, less than, less than what they've been getting. So they only had 52 cases. Which, funny Ooh. enough, do they just look like cranberries? Yeah, they just look like little grapes. So How big are they? Like diameter. Give me a specific diameter. Probably yeah. like half an inch or three quarters of an inch. Yeah, maybe, I mean, like tiny grapes. I don't know. I, I That's not really a good, like, size comparison, so I don't know. So 1.27 1. centimeters? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Give or take. Yes. Oh, Jake, are you an engineer? That's, like, so I, cool. I am oh, an engineer, Hashtag actually. science. Hashtag jobs. <laughs> tomorrow, like, tomorrow I will officially be an engineer. Oh, wow. Man, wow. so exciting. So, <laughs> yeah, so we went there, and there was only 52 cases, and Nick and Sarah were, like, all the way back by the VFW. If you saw our story. And I was story. very concerned that they weren't going to be able to get it, because this one was very... I mean, I'm excited about all the hours that they do. Well, they changed the allotment, was, correct? So they, they went did. back, yeah, they went from, or I don't know, I think they did the last one was two, also. Yeah. The, the thir- I think the third one they did, or like the t- the one they did two ago, which was 
guava? Quad quadberry probably. No, it was quadberry. No, it was quadberry. Well, passion fruit. Well, was the passion one fruit was, was in between. Passion fruit was yeah. two. Quadberry yeah. was. They did three, and I went that day, and I didn't get them, which I was really bummed about. But Sarah still got me some. But yeah, it's like real thick, and it's another one that's not like super sour. Like it's much less sour than passion fruit was, but it's still like extremely fruity. Yeah. And extremely, extremely delicious. Mm. So, kudos again. I will say the um, it, we had it on draft while we were there. And it was like drinking a really pulpy orange juice. They were like, yeah, whenever we kegged this, it just came with some of the fruit is what it came down to. So it was, it was pretty crazy. But like you could see, like by the time you were done with the glass, it was just lined with pulp from the apricots and currants. Yeah. Did you it, get, like, I, don't, like, I mean, I, I don't know if I could pick out the specific flavor of currant, but. It I didn't even like really taste like apricot that, or anything. Like it kind of just tasted like fruity like it, it kind of tasted similar to like quadberry, but i mean i don't really care what as long as it's fruity and sour do, do we know if like they it. use the same base for each one of them i like believe the same malt bill i believe so i'm guessing they do yeah i mean it's hard to say because that one's just kick you in the face with fruit oh you mean malt but... build yeah malt build <laughs> <laughs> um that was mm. one thing that I called Alex and Nick out when they did their solo podcast a couple oh, weeks it was ago. A no one, time. no one would ever have picked that out though. Like no one would ever like. I mean, no but one. That's I the no thing. one like, really that's... corresponds with us about this podcast. If we're but I'm sure to... no one sitting there was like, um, I think they actually mean malt bill. <laughs> well, that's the thing. If we want to be reputable, we have to use the correct terminology. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Right. Oh, we're trying to be reputable. I didn't realize that was what we were going for. <laughs> I'm trying to make money off of this. I don't know about you guys. Money? Whatever oh, my want. God. Oh, yeah. If God. you want to just give me your entire cut when we eventually get paid, feel free. And now let's talk about Squarespace. <laughs> Join the Epic. Brought to you by ZipRecruiter. <laughs> the number one recruit. Okay, we are not site. affiliated with anybody right now. No. We are, we are full I mean, on if you guys want to sponsor us. Feel free. I would but, love some extra cash in my pocket. Well, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, it's free advertisement for them, so we can mm-hmm. say whatever the hell we want. I mean, we talk about all these breweries, and we're pretty much just giving them free advertisement uh, yeah. to, like, the eight people that listen to yeah, us. Yeah, I hope someone, I hope someone takes our recommendations and goes somewhere new. Try something new. Go somewhere you, ha- go somewhere you haven't been. The, the weather's been really nice. There's a lot of great beer around right now. I think we've all really been enjoying it. There's a lot of really cool places in the city, so, Cool. So, I think with the uh, getting somewhere new, let's uh, let's transition into Jake. Where uh, so where did you go? <coughs> where did I go? I went to um, Mecca. <laughs> Which one? Uh, Mecca. Oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. I hate you. So, uh, <laughs> so it's called M E C C A. Okay. Uh, I made the trek. So I, I think we all to... know how to spell Mecca. Okay. Uh, you don't need to be well, it's not. It's not malt build. I don't know. Maybe so. some people aren't aren't uh, familiar with the uh, traditional. Uh, Muslim, Muslim trek to the city no, of Mecca. I'm pretty sure everyone is. Like, that's like a standard thing that you learn in like an 8th grade history class. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I'm assuming a lot of the people that are listening to this are like well removed from 8th grade history class. Yeah, I mean you have to be to be like of legal drinking age. So Google it, alright? Whatever. <laughs> anyway, I went to Treehouse Brewing Company in Charlton, Massachusetts, which is about an hour west of where I'm currently living in uh, Waltham and I decided I, I wanted to go Thursday um, on my way up because it, it felt like it would have been not too far out of the way 
um, on the drive. I mean, you pretty much have to go through like all of Massachusetts to get to Boston, at least the way that I took. Excuse me. And um, so I wanted to go Thursday. I wanted to also go Friday. So Friday I did like a meet and greet with the team that I'm working with. And I uh, couldn't make that work either because we, we were out kind of late. And they, they're only open until like 8 o'clock. Yeah. Uh, yeah I Tuesday, noticed through, that Tuesday through Saturday, they're only open t- until 8 o'clock. I think uh, actually Saturdays, I think they're only open until 7. Um, so I, was, I woke up Saturday morning and I was like, I have nothing to do. I have all kinds of time and a limited amount of money. But I was like, I want to go get good beer. And I, the last time we went to Treehouse was when we visited our cousin who lives up who lived up here for a spring break, and we like drove to the brewery, and they said that they were out of beer. Their their brewery is massive. Like I worked in a, a product, like a manufacturing facility for like mouthwash and stuff, and it's like very comparable the size of the tanks, and just like the whole manufacturing floor is is just huge. See, that's um, I'm not sure what size fermenters they use i'm assuming they're at least 120 barrel um but so I, I would like to ask and maybe if i go next time i'll try to go on like a weekday to see if it's a little bit slower um so i get there at like 12 30 and it takes about an hour like i said and i get there and pull up and i was like not expecting to have to like really wait in line like i was mistaken and I, so I get in line, and there's no joke, like 250 people in line waiting for cans. And they make so many cans, it's like they have at least a few hundred cases of like each beer that they're selling. And I think that they make it so that every week they have, you know, X number of cases and stuff. So they, they kind of just like set that at the beginning of the week, and then you can just buy them until they're gone, basically. And I'm sure like some of the stuff they didn't sell out of on Saturday, because there was. There were a lot of people, but there was still like a shit ton of beer left when I got there. So I get in line. Takes me an hour to get inside. Didn't bring sunscreen. Didn't have a hat. Got um, roasted. Porched. My <laughs> neck is like the color of what I'm assuming apricurrent looked like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could bust in one of those. So, so I get in and I'm like, again, I'm, the money situation's not great right now. So I like I I watched probably 15 or 20 people walk out with like more than four cases of beer Jeez. like like the the allotment is like so much different than pittsburgh obviously like they're a large-scale facility so they they can allow you to buy like a ton of beer so they do like case limits on pretty much everything except for specialty stuff they were doing a a beer called single shot for their six-year anniversary week um which it was like a six can allotment but everything else was like a case. But they so still I have a boatload of beer, though, right? Like they had, I think uh, when I looked on the website for you, it was like they had like six hundred cases or something of it. Yeah. So they when I when I looked on uh, Friday night, they had they still had three hundred and fifty cases of Julius, which is what I'm currently drinking right now. It's an IPA, and it's fantastic. <laughs> it's like nothing short of one of the best IPAs I've ever had. That's awesome. So they they also had like and, and that's one of their standard ones. Julius Green was another one that they had, and so what did you actually like, pick up? So I got six cans of Julius. I got two cans of Green because I've had it before, and then I got four cans of Haze, which is like one of their standard double IPAs. Yeah. Um. So they do like all of the stuff that you'll see on Beer Advocate and like the top fifty. I mean, they have a lot of notor- notoriety from that. 
and I'm not I have no idea how they got as big as they got I mean I have to like look into like their story or like talk to somebody about how it happened but they have probably 15 beers in the top 50 on Beer Advocate and a lot of them are like the they're like specialty stuff so they make Julius they make uh, Julius with three J's and three S's they make King Julius and then King Julius with three K's and three S's like stuff like that that are like specialty batches like double and and imperial ipas um but anyway i was just blown away i mean i like you can ask nick and alex i guess pretty much the entire time that i was there waiting in line i was just like this is fucking stupid they have two parking lots they have a shuttle service they have like a bunch of employees just like with dollies taking people's beer out like these people are waiting in line for like an hour to get beer and they're they're walking away with like six cases of beer i mean i think that makes it worth it but at the same time i mean their their cans aren't very expensive no that's true that's the thing it's like they're only i mean i think the most expensive one was like 450 i paid i think 450 for each one of the haze and that's like very comparable to anything that you'd see at any and that's a double or less yeah like they're charging a dancing now the most expensive we've seen is 22 for a four and that's like six dollars over can, five bucks right like i mean obviously obviously the justification is that they they're buying everything in bulk so they're paying lower costs on that so they don't have to charge five dollars a beer i mean they could and they would still sell out i guarantee it but they yeah. and the amount of um just how much they sell, right? Has to it's be stupid. In, it's I mean, thou- like thousands of cases a week. Yeah, they it's don't insane. sell. Like I mean, they don't sell out immediately. They're not done in an hour. Like they're there all day selling all this beer. So, but everyone was super cool. I mean, the the guy that I interacted with, um, who like checked my ID, and that's that's what's cool too is that they they check everybody's ID that's in line. So you don't have to worry about, like, pulling your ID out, like, when you're buying cans and stuff. And it's all, like, very well set up. Like, you get in, you, you mark down what cans you want, you hand it to whoever. They punch it into... I'm kind of surprised that they don't have a... Um, like, point of sale? Assist, yeah. Because they, they use Square. Oh, wow. Wow. Which is weird, weird to me. I would think that a place like that would want to have, uh, like, terminals that yeah. are, like, connected to some computer system or, like, servers. Yeah, you would think that they the, would have, the like, a, like, a bar rescue type setup, you know? Yeah, or, like, <laughs> any... I mean, there's a lot of places that have those that are... My touch. I mean, POS. I guess some of the startup breweries use Square, but, like, if you go to any, like, restaurant or anything, really, they have, like, those thing... those terminals behind the counter, and they don't have to worry about having a Square and going up to, like, every individual customer. So anyway, that was a little weird to me. Um, it looks like you guys are getting into whole punch key lime pie. You want to talk a little bit about that before I get I would the love rest of to. Mine? So we went out Saturday, which I did a whole crap ton of stuff on Saturday. Well, yeah, I guess yesterday. Um, not really any of it beer related. I did have a beer when we went out to lunch. It was like a stone session, and it was fine. I mean, was it the um, love me a good session? Was it the good? Was that the Ripper? No, it's, no. um, it was, like, I think it was called, like, Go-To Session or something like that. Like, oh, okay. Like, some, like, really generic name. Sean was really excited about this one, too. He picked yeah. up. Um, so, this one, and I've talked about this before, like, this whole series, I haven't really been a huge fan of. 
Like, they have really cool, like, concepts. Like, they had, like, the... Uh, yeah, just wait until you drink it. Um, so they have what did, they have had like Hawaiian punch, which didn't really taste like Hawaiian punch, and they had that blueberry pie one, which I wasn't really a super big fan of. I know you guys liked it. I liked it a lot. They've yeah. had like the guava or whatever. Yeah, guava was kind of okay. Weird. It's kind of weird. I don't really know like what exactly. It doesn't really seem like there's like a cohesive like, like yeah, series theme. <laughs> theme that they're going for. They kind of just like do whatever the fuck they want, which is cool. But anyway, I like went home and I gave Dad one, and he was drinking it, and he was like, "Wow, that's that was that's like really really good." And I was like, "Okay, I have to try it." And I was like, fully not expecting to like it at all. It's phenomenal. Like, it is, it's like it's it's sweet, but like it's also called key lime pie, so you kind of have to expect that. But just the amount of flavors that you get with it is just so insane. Cans always look great. So yeah, I like this one because it's kind of like a. It's like a, a shot of space, but it's got like a coconut rim and like the like the lime busting out of like. Can you send me a picture of that? Crust. Um, yeah. Do you but want the via Snapchat. The cool thing about this it one is matter. they list the ingredients that go into it. Okay. And nerp shirt on the can it says it's made with lime, milk, graham, sugar, graham cracker, vanilla, lime. Honestly. Just so crazy. Let's so pretty let's much drink it. All We're gonna drink it. We're gonna drink it because I don't want to waste any more time because no. I really want next to try it. Cheers. Hmm. Wow. Wow. There is so much. Oh, going it on literally there. tastes like, like key lime pie. Like it is so ridiculous how accurate that description is. Like that's it doesn't just taste like lime. Like, it literally tastes like pie. Like, it tastes like dessert. Yeah. It's got the... You can definitely taste the graham cracker coming through. The vanilla there makes it seem like it's like a... Oh, man. It's, I can't it's even stop. Bonkers. Like, it's, it's blowing my <laughs> can mind. Can you save me a can of that? Do you um, have any, how many do you have left? I only have one left. We just have one. Sean got a four-pack. I don't know if they'll still have it. It seemed like they had a bunch when I was there, because I just, like, popped in and was like, do you guys still have the whole punch? And they were like, yeah. But Maybe I'll swing um, by. But they sell out of it, though. That's the thing. Yeah. I got. They sold out of the uh, blueberry pie in, like, an hour and a half. But, I don't know. Hitchhikers really hit or miss with their can sales, because, like, I know Mersine is, like, one of their most popular beers. Yeah. And they still had cans probably a week later when I went last time. Well, it seems so. like they have Bane a lot, too. They well, they're doing Bane and... this weekend coming up, I think, is when it's coming back. So they okay. do that one all the time. And I think that's one of those ones where you can be like, oh, I just want to go and pick up a hitchhiker to take home. Mm-hmm. You know? Pun intended. Yeah, pun intended. Pun nice. fucking intended. Um, I like those guys because they, <laughs> they do a lot of stuff that's, like, very off the wall. And they're, like, not afraid to just, like, mix it up and... and figure it out along the way because i can't imagine that they thought that it would taste i mean what you guys are describing i'm probably not gonna be able to have it until they make it again if they make it again but oh they'll definitely make this one again the fact this that is... like it tastes exactly like it doesn't even describing. taste like beer like it doesn't taste like beer mm-hmm. it's like the weirdest it's almost like thing. a smoothie like and i don't even know what i would compare it to because it's like a liquid obviously but it's not like any kind of drink that I've ever had before. Like it's like a cocktail. I think it would be like if Starbucks made like a key lime pie yeah. drink. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, you go there and you get like a freaking uh, Jamocha shake or whatever the hell it is, and it's it's the flavor of whatever they call it. But this is like, yeah, like no beer taste to it. It's definitely I'm... still got the like it's a pale. It's an India pale ale. So I mean, you can definitely taste that it's. 
thicker and a little bit heavier. Oh, you mean Indian pale ale? Indian pale, yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, yeah, let's just keep going with that. Um, Indian pale ale, and, <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, but I know, I, like, I just want to keep drinking this. Oh, it's so good. Like, Jake, I, I wouldn't, I don't think thanks. I would be able to have Just keep more describing it in excruciating Jake, detail. you me. literally have access to Treehouse, so fuck you, <laughs> ooh, first off. Ooh, ooh, sibling rivalry. Okay, relax. But literally, like, literally, <laughs> it's like, it tastes like key lime pie yogurt. It's like so crazy to me. Like, I can't, it's literally blowing my mind. Like, I had a sip of it and I was like, this is ridiculous. Hands down, my favorite of the series so far. I feel like it tastes like what a bakery would smell like. If I like one they were just making key lime pie all day. I haven't even. I don't you know, know if I've even had like a like a really good like key lime pie. But now talk I to my really wife. Wanna, I'm sure she can probably. Put I that really want to try one. <laughs> I've I've only ever had like key lime pie yogurt and. I mean, I've had like. I don't think I've ever had key lime pie because I don't really. I'm not a big dessert guy. I don't like pie that much. Yeah. I definitely we, don't like We've like talked about apple pie though. recently. I yeah. hate apple pie. They've grown gross. they've grown on me, but like it, it's definitely taken a while. I was just talking to Sarah tonight about how like you like as you grow up, you like bec- your palate becomes so much more like I wouldn't say like sophisticated. Like I don't have a sophisticated palate, but like I I like Sarah was sautéing up some mushrooms and I ate it on my burger and it's just like stuff like that and but yeah fruit pies they they've grown on me still not like fully invested in them yeah still uh. can't eat jello really i love jello it um, literally makes me a gag. big jello guy like, i i'm not even joking if it's in my mouth i'm i gag and i can't i physically cannot swallow it because of the texture I love of it. I love the te- I think the texture is probably like part of the reason that I like And it when so people much. like swish it through their teeth uh, uh, Wait, do you you don't do jello shots either? No. Oh I, man. I love jello shots. Jello shots are so good. Yeah, they're uh, I mean jello shots are like one of those I guess it's like, the, it depends on who's making them. Getting pounded on the 4th of July type ones. of thing like just absolutely hammered is whenever I'm doing jello shots. <laughs> but they're usually never that heavy in alcohol. No, you know? but that's the thing. Like you're you're chugging, you know, Miller Lite all day, and you want to just something to break it up a little bit. And so yeah, you do like six Jello great. shots, and then you don't realize that you're blacked out. Like <laughs> there's that, and then like if you puke it up, it's like the grossest thing in the world. I was at this bar, and they had they were handing out these like gummy bear shots, and people were trying. I was watching people try to take them, and they had, it had like congealed and like stuck to the sides of the plastic. Ooh. And people were li- they, you literally had to like dig it out. Like you couldn't do it with your tongue. You had to like literally go in with your finger and like dig it out. Oh god! And it looked like the nasty. Like I hate gummy bears in general. But I just, love like, gummy bears. That's my favorite candy. Is it really? I love. Oh, yeah. gu- I love That's, gummy bears too. Oh my god! Like are you Probably a between serial those killer? And sweet tarts. Are you the Zodiac mm. killer? I'm not. <laughs> The little sweet tart minis though are my favorite. The chewy ones. Mm. Oh, yeah, those ones are good. One of the best candies. And they're like ball shaped ones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That and I mean Twix is always my go to like candy bar, yeah, but anything great. like sweet, I would definitely go for <coughs> sweet tarts. Interesting. Um, um, yeah, let's like stop talking about. Candy okay, and, like, so get back to beer. All right, we'll transition back. So to... I want to do a, a quick little shout out here to one of the best cool new places of 2018. Um, we. Uh, we went to see Frank Turner on Friday night, and of course Sarah and I are like, eh, Diesel, we don't... Club, Diesel Club Lounge? No, actually, we were at uh, Stage AE, of all places. I didn't think he would sell out somewhere cool that big. places? 
No, no, no. I'm Are saying you shouting out stage. No, 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 no. I'm saying that before the concert, we went and got dinner. Jesus, let me tell the story, you dick. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna throw this at you. That's fine. What anything? No it's... one can see what I'm uh, going to throw. I don't even know what I'm gonna throw. There's a t- roll of tape. There's a mug full of pennies. That's that would be fun <laughs> to throw you a lot. Okay. Go anyway, ahead. point so being, so we went to dinner before the concert, and we're the type of people that show up for the main act. We're terrible when it comes to that, but. Um, we went to our good friends at Driftwood uh, beforehand in Lawrenceville. You guys have definitely talked about this before. Don't act like this is a new No, no, I'm not but I'm saying they're new this year, right? Like, they just opened their, their restaurant. And so we walk in, and um, one of the guys who's, like, a North Hills guy, you know, went to Pine Richland or something, and um, he knows us by name, and he'll, Nick, Sarah, how you doing? Like, that kind of thing. And he's like, big news, you go sit down. And we're going to come to you and we're going to serve the food. Because before, they, you would order at the counter and then go sit down and they bring it to you. Okay. So they actually have like a wait staff now and it's pretty awesome. But they had uh, the roundabout. Um, they had a roundabout beer on tap and they had Hazedelic on tap. So obviously I went with the Hazedelic because I haven't had it on tap since the re-release here for their anniversary. But uh, their pizza is phenomenal. We got the meatball pizza and we crushed a whole pie between the two of us. And it was awesome. And then we uh, headed down to North Shore and hit up Southern Tier for a beer. I had the um, Pittsburgh Brewed, the uh, North Shore Fog, which was pretty solid. Um, I'd say it's a middle-of-the-road New England IPA, nothing like great that you have to write home about or you know run to get cans or anything, but it was a pretty solid brew. And then, of course, we went and saw Frank, and I you know bought a $12 uh, Rebel IPA or something, and that was my night. So, but Driftwood is freaking awesome. I love those guys, Justin and um, I forget the other guy's name. Crap, <laughs> but uh, they always take care of us there. Really cool vibe. Really tiny little spot, but you can take out pizza and stuff. So pretty cool. I haven't had their pizza since um, that festival that round, uh, Roundabout did a couple of years ago. Was uh, that an Oktoberfest? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I mean, I just feel like there's so many other places that I hit before I would get to Lawrenceville to get pizza yeah i mean pizza is a tough one because everybody does it you know yeah but and it's Driftwood all like, has a special good. place in my heart because i mean those guys ever since they were a food truck they would you know recognize us and you know all that so they're they're good guys i would definitely check them out if uh, you've grown with them yeah but they don't do the food truck anymore they just do the restaurant now which is pretty badass i think that's a step a giant step forward for them and i mean the place is super cool um like I said, real tiny, not, I mean, they, they probably have 50, maybe 60 seats in the whole place and little tiny bar. They sell cans out from behind the bar. So I had a high ally because we finally got Cigar City in Pittsburgh. Hooray. Freaking love it. That's a huge, that's a huge mood. Yeah. I honestly like high ally was one of those like, uh, unicorn beers for me for a long time because anytime I've had it, it's amazing. And that it's was one still... of the first beers that we've tried. I think we've talked about this in a past episode, but that was one of the first like very good beers that I've, I had as uh, like somebody who enjoys craft beer. Yeah. That was, that was like my introduction to it because I know that you guys always talked about it like very highly and I never saw it before except this one place in middle of nowhere, Lancaster, PA. <laughs> Good old Lancaster. Lancaster. 
Lancaster. Um, okay, so let's transition back to uh, the Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's yeah. talk. Let's talk more about me, Bo- <laughs> the Boston correspondent. So Jake. Treehouse was awesome. Continue on. Treehouse what, is what awesome. Can, I, had... I want to hear more about this place. So, like, do they have food? Like, give me like like what is this whole setup? Can you talk about that? Because I'm really interested sure. to hear what you're. you're so I think obviously Saturdays are their like busiest day. So it's probably not great that I went there on Saturday. Um, but like that's the only time you can really go. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I could go after work though, and it's not too far. At least where I'm going to be working right away is is probably 35 minutes from there, which is pretty good. So, um, it's they have like four food trucks. They have I don't know, 20 beers on tap or something like that, something stupid like that. No. So how how it works is you can go and you can just get you can just get pints or you can get pints and cans or just cans so there's two lines one for strictly pints and then one for if you want to get cans and you so, can also buy pints in that line quick question for you while we're on yeah. the pint subject so they just started selling pints or i read something that like they were really excited because now we can sell pints and uh, like I, I didn't understand it because i thought that they were an actual like brew pub well they yeah. were i think the last time that we went there they they had draft right so this is about a year ago and they they just they were in the process of building their new location in charlton i'm not sure where the other place is but or was i guess they're still there and they do some production out of that but um they sell pints on just tuesdays and saturdays and then i guess if if it's slow enough they'll they'll do it on other weekdays um so I went in, and the line, obviously the line for pints is so much faster because you're just getting pints and leaving. They only they limit you to two pints per person. Like at a time? So that's, no, just total. Like oh, you cannot okay. buy more than two, like your entire time there, which which is good because they don't, you know, they don't want people getting, I mean, I'm sure that they'd run out if, if yeah, they if were you're selling just sitting there more than two per like, person. Yeah. Because you could do that, and then you don't, you don't want to run the risk of people getting in accidents and all that kind of stuff. I heard that one of the workers was talking to some people in front of me about uh, an event that they have coming up, and the event, you have to have a DD. Oh. Well, that's an interesting take, I guess. Um, it's because they don't want people driving, getting, like, blasted. Because that's an event where, like, you're going to have more than two pints worth, I think. I'm not sure what the event is, but... I was sort of just listening to what they were they were talking about, but so we get there, we get there, I get there, <laughs> riding solo uh, and get in line. And again, there were two hundred and fifty plus people, so it, it took a while for me to get inside. And what they do is they do like a ticket system. So the actual bar that sells, um, the or uh, the bar that you go to to get pints only accepts tickets. So you have to get in line in either one of the lines to get these tickets, and they do, like, levels to the tickets. So there's blue, green, and red, which is 6 7 or $8, $8 worth of a pint, basically. And so, like, the $8 ones are, like, the their, some of their double IPAs, like Doppelganger and Haze, I think, is on there, and a bunch of their, like, pretty standard stuff. And then some of the stuff that's specialty, like the single shot was there coffee stout that they just did for their anniversary so they they had um that was on the eight dollar one i i just got the six dollar one because i was like i'm just gonna have one and then bounce because i don't really want to hang out too too long just like sitting there by myself the place is like a fucking circus like there's 
kids running around. There's people fucking everywhere. There's food trucks. I love um, bringing children. It's like my favorite thing. It, it would be hard for them to like not allow it. You know, it's it's just like tough. It, it, it's a big place. It's like it's just carved away into this like this area. Like I said, they have two parking lots. So I I pulled in. I was like, fuck. I don't really want to have to walk up this big ass hill to get this place. So they, I mean, they had a shuttle, which was nice, but I, I fortunately, I got a, a spot that was, like, right, pretty much right by where the line started, so I didn't have to walk very far to get to the line. Um, so I get inside, again, there's, I mean, there's people buying two, three, four, five cases of beer. I mean, you, I think the, obviously the limits were, like, a case for four of them and then six for the specialty beer. Um, so I got my cans. Once I was inside, it was it was like two minutes. They have a merch shop like right off to the side. So if you want to buy cans and like buy merch and everything, some of their merch is kind of like weird. I'm not sure if I'll maybe there's, I'll buy a t-shirt a or something. But I was looking for like, like a though. like the designs aren't like that great. <laughs> it's just this like beautifully designed building. Like there's like w- natural wood everywhere, and the whole production floor is like pristine, brand new tanks for fermentation and like a bunch of mash tons and everything like they have to be on i'm not sure how many employees they have but it's it's got to be a lot i mean they were there were like at least four or five people who were getting cans for people there were a bunch of people outside pouring uh probably four or five people at the bar and some people that were hanging out in the office that i saw um but it's so cool. They have, like, you can see all the tanks. Like, there's just this big hallway that has, like, a, a glass. Um, barrier, basically, so you don't fall over, obviously. And they have, like, a, they have some bars there and stuff, too. But I had a, a beer called East Hill, which is, like, a, a pale ale. That was really good. And pretty much everything they make that I've had has been incredible. And, again, it's just, like, this... It's so much different than anything I've ever been to. Like, I would say maybe the closest that we've been to, we talked about Lagunitas in Santa Rosa. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, Santa Rosa. Yeah. Um, it, as far as size goes, that's probably the closest. But these guys are, are probably making a bunch more and obviously selling a ton in cans. And they've, they've like, made that a part of their like identity is just these cans that people get. And if you follow them on Twitter, they're like always liking people who are posting pictures of the beer and all that kind of stuff. And they, they like, I'm looking forward to, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing some of the stuff that they put out. Like if they're going to make King Julius or like very green is the beefed up version of green. I think but that's like so it was so that, fucking cool. I think it's funny. And I wish that we were all like there just... together to experience it. Like you guys would have, been in fucking heaven just like i was honestly yeah that's one of those like put it on the bucket list for sure places because you hear so much about it and i don't know i get i get so excited about places like that that just do such a good job with it so like to hear that you had a good experience just makes it even better yeah and it was so smooth too like that's the thing like it it could very easily be this and, like, when I say it was a circus, I'm just referencing the number of people that were there and just everything that was going on. And I think they have live live music that started, like, later on, but I, I was gone by the time that started. But, like, as far as, like, they have everything planned to a T. You know, you 
you get your ID checked while you're in line so you don't have to worry about it when you get inside. You write down what cans you want, you get inside, you hand it to them, they package the cans, they put it on on the square, and you pay with your card, get along, fine, then you go to the get your pints and then you leave, basically. Like, it's... Nothing about it was, like... Uh, other than the line being stupid long, which I think it always is on Saturdays, it has to be. I'm interested to see if I go on, like, a weekday, how much different it, it is. Because um, they do pints only on Tuesdays and Saturdays, so I'm sure if it's if it's just cans, like, they are probably running through them pretty quickly. And I, I can't imagine the lines ever get that long on, unless they're doing, like, a big-time release of some of their specialty stuff. Gotcha. The one thing I will say that I think is really cool is that you can buy, like, any amount of cans. Like, you don't have to buy, like, a full four-pack or something like that. Like, at these other places, like, especially everything around here, like, you can't get, like, two cans. Right. Like, you have to buy a four-pack. So, I think it's really cool that they let you, like, split it up so you're not, like, you don't have to drop a ton of money because you want three different kinds, so you walk away with 12 beers, four of each, you know, stuff like that. Right. And the cool thing about that, too, is, like, if they have, like you said, they had, what, five or six different cans they were selling that day, you Mm -hmm. can get a case and split them evenly, like, four, 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 or, you know, two, 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 whatever it is. So that allows you to try more, and if you're not buying for, you know, all your buddies back home or whatever, yeah. then... <laughs> did they have, like, did they have menus, like, in line that you could look at? No, they have it on their website, so I was, like, just referencing that. Um, they they post every day what their allotments are. I think, so they're closed Sunday, Monday. So I'm guessing, like, Monday night they'll, they'll announce how much they have left of... <clears throat> whatever beers they have in cans and, like, what their draft list looks like. Um, but, they like, once you get up to the front, they have, at least at the pint station, like, the bar that they have there, they have a bunch of lists of all the stuff that you have and, like, pretty detailed descriptions of everything as well. But, again, like, they're so well-known, and I'm sure that it's, it's a wonder they don't have, like, an app or something where you can, like... <laughs> access all of their stuff that's the one thing i was thinking about like none of these places have apps so you would think that some of them do they no so i know that there's one brewery and i can't remember the name of it right now off the top of my head but there's one where you can actually text like a short code and ask what they have in their cooler and it responds automatically and it just says okay we have this beer this beer this beer this beer and how much of it yeah like that would be i think that is like the only thing that is like really missing like they're all very active on social media and stuff like that but but there's also i mean there's also a supply and demand piece to that so like hitchhiker could pull that off because they usually have extras they also have two locations um there's also dancing gnome that you know by four o'clock they're probably not going to have more of the beer right like that's the general accepted knowledge of dancing them. There's uh-huh. Grist House who has them for weeks on end, like that kind of thing. I feel like those those types of breweries would definitely work in favor of that, but there are, you know, I mean, like you said, there's supply, I mean, there's any sort of input. Yeah, there's not really, yeah, I guess there's really not much you can, like, do with an app other than, like, have your current tap list. Like, there's not really, like, interactive things that you need to have but like maybe they could and like maybe that's like a cool way to you know i don't know yeah to come into the 21st century i mean we all have these 
mobile devices that we're staring at constantly. Yeah. And and so I mean social media works perfectly. I mean like that's yeah. how we get all of our knowledge about all these breweries like because a lot of the websites aren't really great, but like you can post something on Instagram like within seconds. Like you're you're not updating your website every. It it kind of just seems like it would be one of those things that like bigger breweries would have to do. So they have like a social media staff, or like they have a staff that works on. But it it like just amazes me that like I feel like these startup com these are like startup companies. So you would think that someone would be like tech savvy enough to like have, like someone is like an app coder that started a brewery. So, like, they make an app for their... Bre- like, I'm surprised that, like, that doesn't happen. Like, I'm sure they're out there, but you just... I mean, it just seems like all these people are, like, professionals that, like, quit their full-time jobs to, like, pursue this, like, this career of, like, beer making, so... That's true. A lot of them do have, like, very well-designed websites and stuff. Like, Treehouses is pretty good. Even that, theirs is not, like, super interactive or anything, but, like... Hitchhiker for one has a really like beautifully designed website. I'm sure they just use like Squarespace or something for it, but um, I think that sort of goes along with what I was talking about organization wise. Like they have everything so like mapped out so well that it goes it extends into their website, right? So they have they're always telling you like what we have. How, you know how much you're allowed to have and all that kind of stuff so you don't really even need to ask questions and that like saves them time and hassle too it's like you're not getting a bunch of people who are like oh do you have any of this left or whatever like they they update it so much that like you know exactly when you get there how much they're gonna have unless they're getting low and that was one thing that i was worried about was i saw a bunch of people walking out with julius like cases of julius and i was like getting a little bit worried that by the time i got there there was there were already like 350 people who had been there and had full cases of it that, so I wouldn't get any and I'm not sure what they do with that like how they handle when they get low but I'm, I'd imagine they probably tweet out if they're getting low on something yeah and um, one brewery that is really good at it is um, Aslan out of um, Virginia mm-hmm. their uh, Instagram feed is filled with these are the re- releases that we have today. These are how many cases we have. These are the allotments and the price. That's something that you don't get with a lot of places is price. But Treehouse, I know, like you said, they post the per can cost, and that's what it is for a case. Like they don't do any sort of like discounting or you know that kind of thing. I assume. But yeah. Aslan's really good at it. They always have tons of can releases like throughout the week. They usually do like four or five, I want to say, and then. Saturday comes and they're like, okay, we have, you know, 16 cases of pew, pew, pew left or whatever it is, you know, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And that's pew, pew, pew sticks out to me because it was at uh, juicy brews when I went and that one's, it's a triple, it's like 12 and a half percent and it fucking rocks. <laughs> like, so I, I guess I'll, I'll conclude my discussion on Treehouse um, by saying that it's definitely a place you need to go to. It's like one of the OGs when it comes to, these like hazy New England style IPAs. I mean, obviously it is in New England and they, they were like sort of the front runner when it comes to that. And they're like, their disciples are people like dancing gnome that make strictly hazy beers and stuff like that. And there's a ton of them now on the East coast and even the West. I mean, you look at when we went to Russian river, stuff like that. But, um, I don't, I'm not certain I'm going to be there like every week or, 
how often I'll be there. It's definitely a place that like if someone came up and they were like, what do you want to do? I'd be like, let's go to Treehouse. Like, it's a really dope spot and a cool place to get. I mean, again, you can only get pints on Saturdays unless it's like not busy enough that they have to strictly focus on cans. But it's a cool spot. Definitely go check it out. I'm, I'm glad I got there as soon as I did. Yeah, so talk about, you also went to Slumbrew, you said. Talk a little bit about that. Sure. Um, so we had been to Slumbrew before. Slumbrew is uh, Somerville Brewing Company in Somerville, which is a neighborhood of Boston. Um, it's like a little bit northwest of the city, but it's like two T-stops to get into downtown Boston. Um, so that's another cool spot. It's just like this, it's in this like industrial area of the neighborhood of somerville and it's kind of weird because you like pull up to it and you can't really tell right away like what that it's a brewery or anything but you like i like saw the sign and i remembered from the last time we went there um their beer is pretty good um i think the fact that i have treehouse so i mean it's not you know it's an hour away and slumber is only i don't know 15 minutes or 20 minutes from where i am so like it would be tough for me to kind of go out of my way to go to to treehouse versus like going to somewhere that's like closer unless I'm really in the mood to drive two hours round trip. Uh looks like you guys have a new beer that you just cracked and it looks like I'm gonna guess it's Apricurrent. It yes. is. We finally got we got her. <laughs> <clears throat> so <laughs> we were just talking about this twenty minutes ago. But we're finally busting into one. Because I just really wanted something light after that. I did... The more that I drank this, I... And I, I think I was going to say this before. Um, the key lime. It's... Yeah. It's it's really good. And I really enjoy it. Could not have more than one. Yeah. At, at one time. Oh, no. Definitely not. It's one of those... Definitely, you know, get it at the beginning of the day. You know, have it whenever you get... First get to the brewery and then switch off to something... Because it's just... It, it's like... it. It's just very sweet and very, like... I just feel like it, it kind of like, I don't want to say like wrecks your palate, but it's kind of, it's just like a lot to take on all at once. And it's very, like, it's just very heavy on like the desserty type things. And it doesn't really have anything to like cut that sweetness, but like it's called key lime pie. So like it, it doesn't really surprise me that it would be like that. There's a lot of those like soury or like specialty beers. Like I've had whole punch. I've had a decent amount of the ones from that series. Like Hawaiian Punch is another one that's like the overly sweet. Because are they are they all considered milkshake IPAs? Is that the yeah? That's series? the series, right? So there's like the sweetness that it's not like a regular IPA where I can chug them basically and, and throw them back all day. One, that's all you get. Um. So oh, anyway, so um, back to. Yeah, we're going to switch gears back to... Um, well, I want to I touch on Apricurrent real quick Shlummy. here. Shlummy. Go ahead. Um, so this beer is a lot more fruit flavor than sour. I will say that. Yeah, it's very fruity. Um, the Some of the series has been more sour than fruity, but like we had the Quadberry the other night, uh, Sarah and I, I think, when we got back from the concert, and it was um, a lot more mellow, even after only like a month and a half. Right, and it didn't have that like sour punch to it. So, this guy being as fresh as it is, you would think that it would have more sour kick to it, but it is mostly fruit. Um, the uh, yeah, the biggest thing with that is 
this series has been killer. Absolutely. Beer after beer has just been insane. But What would you say is your least favorite so far? My least favorite so far? Probably Guava. You think? I would say Guava because... I don't know that I like guava. Mm-hmm. I think, <laughs> um, yeah, the one thing I'm going to say is, like, Jake, you sent me, a you sent me, like, an Instagram post from, was it Cinderlands that, like, just did, like, a guava beer? Like, everyone has been, like, maxing the fuck out on guava. <laughs> and it was good, and, like, that was, so I, like, did a lot better than the whole punch guava, because we tried them, like, next to each other. They're, they're very, di- like, they're really different. Like, that one was, like, an IPA, so, like, it definitely had more of, like, I- that, like a hoppy, like, IPA characteristics. But the- I will say that I had Guava Whipper from Cinderlands, and I think that that was the best of, and I think I checked that in on Untap and said this as well, but I think that that was the best of, like, the Guava Rush that they had, or that the Pittsburgh breweries have had. I don't know. It's, like, hot in the streets now. Guava. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like I liked before. it a lot more. Like, if they would have released that that one now, I would be like, ugh. Because, like, Grist House did a guava one. There was the guava one from Hitchhiker. There was that guava one from Cinderlands that just got released. Like, I mean, I don't know. Clearly, people are into this whole guava thing. If not, the people that are drinking it, the, the brewers think that it's... But I, I, I would I would probably agree with you on that. I feel like there were there were better ones. I don't really remember what uh, what raspberry tasted like too much. Mm. Um, the other thing I'll just... say is honestly, like I, I don't think guava was quite as sour as passion fruit. Passion fruit I think has been like like by far the most sour of any of them. I yeah. that I would say that that was my least favorite. Really. Partly because I've never seen a passion fruit in my life. And I don't know what the hell that is. I think that's a made-up thing. Yeah, me neither. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, it? it's like when Tired Hands uses, like, um, dreamsicle to describe a beer. You're like, what the fuck is a dreamsicle? <laughs> like, Yeah, that's not a thing. You yeah. just made that up <laughs> right. for the sake of the beer. No, passion fruit it was is a good. real thing. It was, just, I, it was, like too, it was almost too fruity. It was like I'm dr- literally drinking juice right now. It's, sa- want, like, it's some, so something sour to tell me like, that it's it's like a beer. it bites. It really bites. Like that one was like a sour. Like some of them have been very fruit forward. Some of them have been very sour. But like I'm excited to see where they go from this because like they're kind of. I feel like they're kind of getting to the end of like well, the fruit type thing. And that's what's really exciting though is I overheard while well, we were standing in line for this. I overheard Andy, um, head brewer at Dancing Gnome. Uh, talking about the next one, and it is confirmed from secondary sources. Obviously, I was overhearing the conversation, but it is confirmed that it is a Sex on the Beach reference. So it's going to be, you know, orange juice and cranberry and oh, oh like, my god, it's gonna be so good! It's gonna be so good! I'm <laughs> so excited for that one because Please it's, give it's me one some that of they those. haven't had like the name of the fruit in the. Like it's what was what's it called? Underscore on, on the, the beach. beach. Yeah, so I'm excited about that one too. But um, let's shift back to Jake, your uh, your Boston adventures. Sorry, I will we'll, we'll uh, start to wrap up here a little bit. No, it's okay. Yeah, I'll just uh, I'll just do it quick. It's um <laughs> so Slumber was cool. It's it's a neat little spot. Somerville is like a, a hipster, as I've been told. It's a very hipster area. Kind of like, like a Lawrenceville. A, a Lawrenceville. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
it's also very expensive to live there. I was talking to some people that were like looking for a third roommate, and they're like, "Yeah, it's like eleven hundred a month." And I was like, uh, "That's a lot of money per person." I wanna, yeah, Jesus Christ for like a three bedroom place. But wow, it's a it's a cool spot because it's so easy to get into the city from there as well. But that's the thing; I'm not going to be working directly in the city. It's one thing if I had a job that was downtown, but mm-hmm. I don't, and I I'm not doing something where. I'm going to know where I'm at all the time. So it's, uh, okay. it seems like a little bit of a... Now, are you... Um, so you're not downtown. You're not living downtown, right? Like No. Okay, so you're no. in like a suburban I'm, area? Yeah, it's basically a suburb. I would say it's like, as far as like how it looks, it, it has like its own little like main street and everything. So it's it's almost similar to Sharpsburg in a way, but it's it's further from the city. It's like... So would you say maybe like a cranberry or like a zelianople type? Yeah, not quite as big as those. Okay. Not quite as like developed. Gotcha. It's like maybe like Wexford. Oh, okay. Um, is how I would describe it, like in the North Hills of Pittsburgh. Um, but Somerville Brewing Company, they had they had a lot of beer in cans and stuff, and I I wasn't. None of them like really stood out to me as far as stuff that I like wanted to bring home with me. I had a I did a flight cuz I was kind of just like there for a beer and wanted to try some different stuff. And they were all pretty good. They had some sours that aren't quite as comparable to you know, the Strange Roots or even Dancing Gnome that doesn't really do sours a whole lot. So that was okay. And uh that was like really my first stop on my eventual uh, craft beer tour of Boston, and I will have updates for like uh, in terms of places that I've been uh, on subsequent episodes of this podcast. Well, um, and, but um, it's cool. I'm glad. I mean, this is I've only been here for two days, so I have some time to get around to all the different places. And there's a bunch that I want to see, and a bunch that I want to get up to uh, in different states. Even like I know there's some in Rhode Island, and there's some up in New Hampshire and Vermont and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm just glad that I have access to all of those not that it's that close like i'm gonna have to drive a couple hours to get to some of these places but well, that's just cool about the craft beer industry it's it's pretty much everywhere and now that i'm in like uh not that i'm that far from pittsburgh but um, i'm in just this area that i am gonna have access to all of these places that i've never had before and a lot of them will have beers from other states too right if i go to a place that's like uh just like a tap room or something, like a house of a thousand beers type place. Like they'll have stuff that I've never had before as well. Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. Um, one thing I do want to touch on too, I noticed, um, this week, uh, Andy from hitchhiker, the brewer from hitchhiker is, uh, up in new England. I think he's in like New Hampshire or whatever. And he was saying that, um, I just saw a tweet earlier today and he was like, yeah, I would put Pittsburgh in the top five of places that I've been as far as craft beer hands down now. Like he's like full on some of these other places just don't have the sheer vastness of the craft beer scape that Pittsburgh does. And he's really pumped about coming back here and getting back to work and brewing stuff. And I, I just, that that's kind of excites me because you don't see that really, in the community, I mean, everybody talks about everybody else's beers and how they're awesome and all this other stuff, but nobody really, he's one of those realists when it comes to social media. Like he just says it how it is. He doesn't give a fuck who he offends or what he says. And 
And he I, makes damn good beer. He so. does make damn good beer. That's that's the other thing. Like, I mean, I and can't... that's the thing. It's like it's not coming from somebody who is just like some schlub who's like, oh, I think Pittsburgh is great because I'm from here. It's like, I mean, he's he's probably pretty well traveled. I mean, that's that's the thing though. Is like, I don't know how you can necessarily make that call unless you've been to like a dozen or more places or cities that you. I mean, there's there's so much craft beer everywhere, and that's that's really my point in talking about all of this, is that you can find a good beer wherever you go. Yeah, yeah, and I think like Alex and I talked about a couple weeks ago. There's a there's a sense of camaraderie amongst people too. So like you get the collabs, you get the um, east side, west side, all that kind of stuff. Like there's there's so much going on in the beer community, you can't possibly have everything but mm-hmm. when it comes to the core good stuff there's a lot of that going around and it's not just one person that's carrying the team like there's not just one brewery out of pittsburgh that you have to see when you're here right. so i mean we've been all over sarah and i to plenty of different you know small big micro nano whatever and to see that Pittsburgh has come up as far as it has in the past, you know, four, five, six years. It's mind-boggling that we don't have to go more than 15 minutes from our house to get a great IPA or a great sour or even, you know, a great coffee stout or, you know, something like that because all of these guys are killing it. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's what's cool. I mean, for me, I'm, I'm looking at the lists like Beer Advocate and uh, even like untaps top rated beers and stuff like that, and there's a reason that they these some of these beers have such high ratings, right? It's not like a fluke that Treehouse is in. You know they have a lot of beers in the top fifty on on both of them, really. So those are the places that I really want to like target if I'm in those areas. But again, there's so many smaller upstart breweries too. Like the fact that we went to San Francisco and there's like thirty breweries in the city. Yeah, like there's good stuff everywhere, and you need to sort of just like branch out to find some of it. Um, but there are those like staples that you need to go to. So yeah, that's my that's my update for this week. Um, I'm excited to be up here now uh, full time, and I hope that you guys get a chance at some point to come up and visit me if I'm still here after you know. Hard pass. A, a <laughs> year Thank or so. You. Because there's plenty of places that I'd, I'd like to go and like experience together. Yeah, I really. I mean, like, it's kind of tough to get the feel for something when it's just me talking about these places. Yeah. Right. But, and like we and we try to keep social media active too, so that you guys are keeping up with what I'm doing, and I'm doing the same with you and the people who follow us, and and everything can see a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's always of, cool about when you like, go on your own social media account and you're like, oh my god, someone posted a new picture. Like that's cool. Because there's, like, three of us that are actively using that that Instagram account. Yeah. yeah, follow us on Instagram. I feel like that's the one that we really like because we all really enjoy Instagram. I do, at least. Yeah, it's and fun. And it's a it's... great way to get some info out there, so. Yeah, and it's cool to see, like, the places that people are going. I mean, we follow a ton of breweries on there. If you're a personal account that follows us and you listen to us, send us a message or, you know, we'll follow you back. I mean, it's... We're out here, I mean, we're just taking pictures of beer, is what it comes down to. Where we're at, you know, what's going on, the the frickin' line at Dancing Gnome. Uh, <laughs> or the line but, at Treehouse. Right. <laughs> Which I didn't actually post a picture of, but uh, I have yeah, some Yeah, we've of them all spent a lot of time outrageous. in lines yes. waiting for beer. 
There's, but um, that's what we enjoy doing, so. One thing I do want to say, um, just in general, is the... Uh, or, I'm sorry, the, so Beers of the Berg was this weekend. I wanted to touch on that real quick, too. Um, apparently it was a fantastic freaking time. <laughs> I feel like we missed out big time by not going. Yeah, I'm so mad, because I told you guys, and you were like, oh, well, we're already going to this other one. I'm like... Yeah. yeah, a lot of big-name places in Pittsburgh were there. There's yeah. always next year, though, so... Right, and Sarah brought it up to me on Saturday after I got off of work, and she was like, yeah, we probably should have gone. <laughs> and I'm like, what? But at the same time, like, it's... Uh, Missed opportunities. Yeah, but that, that's a cool event. I mean, everybody that was there putting it on, like, I mean, it looked like it was a fantastic time. They had great weather and all that, so... Um, if you have any stories from the weekend that you want to share with us, other than the Kenny Chesney concert, because we don't want to fucking hear about it. Unless you had craft beer there, because you, you were probably one of the, like, five people who even know I what don't know. craft beer I, is. I, I'm not super like opposed things. to going to that. I mean, it's just a bunch of people having a good acting time. Other, like, yeah, like, it's, just, it's like honestly just another tail, like, it's just, like, tailgating for, like, a Steelers game. Like, most, most of the people aren't going into the concert. True. Like, unless you're someone that posts a bunch of concert footage which by the way fuck you no one wants to see your snapchat stories full of goddamn hashtag ryan like for real <laughs> like i'm not trying to sit here and watch the concert through like i don't want to go to the concert like i don't need to scroll through your snapchat <laughs> sorry and just like blow out my speakers right on my phone i mean i don't watch snapchat videos like in general so just that is just one more thing that i'm just annoyed about but so let's roll into the uh the week that will be um, so I am going to be checking out Dancing Gnome on Saturday for sure. Cause it's beyond infinity. I think this weekend, Yeah. um, that one is probably, I, infinite highway is probably one of my favorite beers from them. Um, oh, Hercules makes an appearance. Hi Herc, are you okay? What's going on? <laughs> um, that one is the beefed up version. Oh, Hercules! Oh, excuse me. He knows that I'm here, and he wants to, he wants to talk to me. He wants he me does. to pen. He does. No, stop. So, <laughs> I'm leaving this in. Um, the uh, <laughs> yeah, Beyond Infinity is their beefed up version of Infinite Highway, and. I'm excited to try it again because the last time we had it, I think I only got like a four pack of it or maybe a couple cans of it because I wasn't sure that it was going on and I didn't know really what it was about. And now it's like all I want in life. So <laughs> um, they are doing Lustro this week as well. Um, honestly, Lustro is probably one of the best beers they make just as a standard, you know, uh, standby. I but, agree. Um, I think it's actually comparable to the, the stuff that I had at Treehouse. Oh, really? At a Treehouse, yeah. Lustra is just, I it, to me, that's my favorite beer from Dancing Gnome. It's just such a drinkable, crushable IPA. But as far as me this week, uh, I'm just going to be sort of bebopping around uh, Boston. Again, everything is new to me. So if anybody is listening to this that has any recommendations, feel free to drop them in. Uh, my DMs or the accounts DMs, um, and hopefully I can and I can get some of this stuff and keep it until I come back. Not sure when that will be, but um, I'd like for everybody to enjoy some of this. And I'll be stopping before I leave. If I if I do end up driving, I'll I'll be able to bring back probably two or three cases of it at least. 
But um, I'm looking at Trillium is probably number one on my list. That's next to go I have to, some in which the is in, right now, thanks to Eddie, which is in Boston. So um, uh, there's plenty of stuff there to be had, and uh, I'm looking forward to that. Just get all the tiny birds that you can. <laughs> I don't know if they do that series anymore. Oh really? No, they. I'm do. not sure if they finished it. Are they doing? No, they do. Okay. But whenever Eddie was coming back, he told me that they only had tiny chicken, which I've already had. So, and I was kind of bummed because I really wanted the new one that they were doing. And it sounds like they they kind of just redid one, which isn't isn't an issue. But I was like, I've already had it, so. Yeah, it's not necessarily like that. That series for me was really good, but it was also like they're probably not that different either. Mm, no. Um, unless you're side by side, so I would like to have like a couple of different versions of it and see what what's what, but. Well, they do the street series too, and mm-hmm. all of those have been good. I mean, I've had probably four or five of those, and have been impressed with every one. So yeah, we have. Hopefully, we they have, have some Congress new stuff that I haven't had at home right now. So that's one I could probably bring over. That was Dad's, but I don't really care. I'll just steal it from him. He care. <laughs> um, so again, uh, to wrap up here, thank you guys for checking us out again this week. We had another probably I want to say fifteen or twenty plays, I think, and. Really appreciate it. We're just going to try to keep doing this. I, I think uh, we have a lot of fun with it. We hope that the yes. listeners do too. Yeah, we just say that every week, but we truly do have fun doing this. So we hope someone out there is enjoying our bullshitting again. We have fun enough to buy equipment that allows me to FaceTime in and continue to give my subpar opinions on beer that a Bless. lot of you people will never have. Bless. Yes. So. <laughs> um, but we enjoy it. We like it. Yeah. Um, send us so, a message. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, and those handles are, again, Nick. Uh, the weekly it, recap on Instagram and then the weekly recap one on Twitter. I don't know why. And we'll put, those in the, we'll put those in the description for this podcast as well. I, I've been doing that every week. So, so. follow along. Okay. So love you Great. guys. All yeah. right. Well, yeah. Hey, we're, uh, we're heading out. Another week in the books. And we'll be back next week to talk some more beer. Keep on drinking. And arrive alive. Arrive alive. Don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. It's not worth it. All right, we'll see you next week. Did you know?